1: is the Rich Eisen Show.
0: Oop, no clip. Oop, thought we had a clip. Nope.
1: Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles.
0: Bruce Arians here uh, on the Rich Eisen Show. Calling your team a very dumb football team. Do you, when those words leave your mouth, do you want to grab them
2: back? No, I mean, just telling the truth.
1: Earlier on the show, 49ers wide receiver Debo Samuel. Fox sports analyst Joel Klatt. Coming up, Washington football team head coach Ron Rivera. Plus actor and comedian Bill Burr. And now, it's Rich Eisen.
0: Hour number three of the Rich Eisen show is on the air. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. Joel Klatt of Fox Sports helped us... uh, Preview Michigan-Ohio State, which he's calling along with Gus Johnson on Saturday. And my uh, he's going to have my heart and, uh, and my soul in the palm of his hands, in his, in his headset. That's the way it's going to go on Saturday. We had Debo Samuel of the surging San Francisco 49ers on in hour number one. Bill Burr is going to be calling us uh, shortly. Um, and uh, we're going to have a great chat with one of the funniest guys out there. Uh, but joining us right here on the phone line is somebody who's going to have a pretty big Monday night football game coming up. His team is beaten uh, the Bucks and the Carolina Panthers in back-to-back weeks. The Washington football team is on a roll. And joining us on the Mercedes-Benz van phone line is one of our favorites, the HC of the WFT, Ron Rivera, here on the Rich Eisen Show. How are you doing, Coach?
2: I'm doing great, Rich. How are you? I'm
0: doing fine. Uh, there's so many different ways to start uh, uh, with you. Uh, first things first is how's your health? How's everything going?
2: It's good. It's been going very well. You know, I don't know if you know, but... I celebrated my, my one year ringing the bell, and I also had my one-year biopsy that was a negative, so that's all good news so far.
0: That is amazing. That is so great. That is terrific. And um, glad to hear that. What a great Thanksgiving week for you then, huh? For it, you it and is. your family? It
2: really is. And, and and I just want to share this with with you very quickly. Um, you know, our, our, my my players took a collection in honor of that for me, and they wanted to donate $26,059 to the Red Frog Proton Therapy Center at St. Jude's on on behalf of the Run Rich Run program. That is
0: so wow. amazing! Oh my gosh! Uh, yeah. and, wow. Um yeah. Thank you very much. And so the team got together. So explain what the the Red Frog Events Proton Therapy Center is at St. Jude. Well, what mind, it is, is,
2: proton therapy is a very specific and precise uh, treatment that 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 is real important to children because. You know, when you get photon therapy for radiation treatment, it's a very broad beam and it creates a little, it causes some collateral damage. Whereas if you get proton therapy, it's a very direct beam that limits the amount of of, of collateral damage, which is very important for children's health. And so it's something that that St. Jude's and it benefits the children um, greatly when they have to go through uh, um, uh, radiation treatment
0: so generous man and it must feel so great to have a team that's like you know what let's celebrate our coaches one year being cancer free let's raise some money for for kids that is beautiful yeah, that's beautiful it was, it
2: was really cool rich
0: that is beautiful and so who, who what's with the 59 uh is it somebody that, who, what's
2: with the 59? that just happened to be happenstance from what i understand but if not i really do appreciate the gesture that they made
0: <laughs> i love it i love it well done ron rivera here on the rich eisen show uh how weird was it for you to go back into Carolina with another team?
2: Coach. It was very weird. In fact, you know, <laughs> I got a little mixed up, and, and if it wasn't for my chief of staff telling me I'm headed to the wrong bench, I would have stood there for a second. <laughs>
0: Come on. Did you really there. do that? Did you really yeah, do that?
2: I did. I did. When I first came out for warm-ups, you know, I, I always, you know, kind of listed lazily to the right, and that's where I was headed. and you know, thank goodness she came up with the coach. You're headed to the wrong bench. <laughs> could it
0: have been that you also saw Cam in a Panthers uniform that also confused you? Could it be that too?
2: <laughs> that, you know, that did confuse me a little bit, to be honest. You know, I, I saw I saw the big guy coming out. So, oh, and I had a little flashback to the good old days. No, and again,
0: I know that that's uh, this is another team, but you 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 did have to sense, and you knew you knew it had to be coming. What energy he sends through that building oh, and that town! Oh my
2: God, it was unbelievable. Really was. It was it was truly energetic, and you could see it also inspiring his teammates. I mean. You know, and I've told some people, hey, you guys got to be aware now. That this dude, he learns a little bit more and gets more comfortable with what they're doing. They got a chance because I love the defense. I love their playmakers. They've got some good football players.
0: Absolutely, and then him spiking the ball in the middle of the field too. I know you don't want that. That was at your expense, but uh, that, was, uh, that, that was a long time coming for him, I imagine. It,
2: you know? it was, it was. And, and you know, the, the beautiful thing about about what he does, more so than anything else, is, is he really does play with a lot of energy.
0: Ron Rivera here uh, on the Rich Eisen Show. Let's talk about your team. What, what's happened over the last two weeks, do you think? Well,
2: you I, I think it was actually uh, – uh, in, 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 it, it began, I think, a, a few weeks prior to that. I, I really do. I, I thought our guys played well against Green Bay. I thought they played well against Tampa Bay. We had our moments. We didn't We didn't complete the games, so we didn't finish uh, with an opportunity to win. But going into Dubai, I really liked our, our attitude, the way we went into it. Um, as coaches, we got an opportunity to really su- study and do, do a lot of self-scouting. Uh, and we came back and we basically told the guys, hey, these are what we're seeing. These are things that we got to work on. These are things that we got to get better at. Let's go ahead and do that. And we had a really good week of preparation going into Tampa Bay. Um, and, and we felt really confident. They played with confidence. They played fast. And, and we were, 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 I think, had a good week last week where we were building off of that, uh, off of that success.
0: So, um, has Heineke, has a light, light gone on a little bit more with him? I know you were constantly pounding him about protecting the football and yeah. not making that 90-point play that he thought he could try and make, yep. right? So, yep. is that part of this equation, too?
2: I think it, I think it is because, you know, one thing that, that we talked about going into the year was that, you know, we needed a quarterback that could manage the offense, control the pace and tempo, but had the ability to make plays when we needed them. And – that's what we're getting from Taylor. I mean, he's been very smart, very judicious with handling the ball. I mean, you know, like I said, a few weeks back, we were great between the 20s, but we struggled in the red zone. Um, we go into Dubai we get a few players back. You know, we, we got a couple of our uh, wide receivers back that had gotten hurt and that we had missed for a few weeks. Mm-hmm. We got a couple of our offensive linemen back. And you could see with the way they were playing that there was some confidence. And And, and Taylor's playing with confidence right now because, again, Let's not forget this is only he's only had eleven starts in the NFL.
0: Right. So, what's the goal here? Um, is the division still in sight? You think
2: here? Oh, absolutely. I mean, uh, I'm going to look at it that way because if we put ourselves in position, and, and, and we're fortunate enough to get through uh, this part of November, and get to the second week of de- December in the right situation set of circumstances. The division, why not? We play five straight divisional games, and there's, a, you know, I, I, and I'm one of those who believe in that saying that if you're going to win the division, you've got to control the division. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens. But we're going to take them one at a time. we we got a big Monday night showdown coming up with Seattle. We're pretty excited about the opportunity to just get back out in the football field and play again.
0: You know they're going to be desperate, too. I mean, Pete Carroll, oh, yeah. I don't know if you saw Pete, left his press conference at one point because, yeah. you know, and he said that he thought that the time was up, and he went back and he finished the press conference. But you could see he's four games under 500 for only the second time in the middle of a season for the first time in his career, yeah. you know. So you know, you know, this is it for that oh, yeah. in many but,
2: ways. But, but you know, I mean, he's a veteran coach, and he, he knows how to handle it. And he'll he'll bounce back and he'll get his guys focused. And, you know, that's what we got to be ready for. We got to be ready for a, a football team that's got an opportunity just like we do, you know, if they handle their business. So that's why I really believe this is going to be a good game.
0: Yeah. And the challenge with Russ is what? Coach? Oh,
2: absolutely. Absolutely. The dude's, you know, the dude's one of the elite quarterbacks in this league.
0: What's the challenge? Like, what do you got to do here? Like, oh, what's well, the...
2: First of all, I got to contain him, keep him inside the pocket um, and then get him off his mark. Uh, but you can't let him get outside of that. I mean, if he gets off his mark, it's got to be going backwards. He, he can't be going sideways and stepping up because, you know, he's got great vision. He knows where his guys are. His guys know when certain situations happen, where they need to be and he'll find them. So we've got to be able to contain it. Um, they got a good running game. We've got to be able to keep that running game in, in check as well. So th- this this, is, this game will challenge us for sure. A few
0: more minutes left here with Ron Rivera, the head coach of the Washington football team. Uh, you're joining me just about 20 minutes after news breaking out of New York City that the Giants have let Jason Garrett go as the offensive coordinator. Again, I know that's not your team. I know it's a team in division. I'm sure you know Jason Garrett very well. Yes. well as a, what does an HC of one team think when the other team bounces an OC? Like what well, goes to your head? I, when I
2: think when coaches get let go, you know, the first thought is okay, they're, they're trying to find you know a spark, they're trying to do something different and create a um, you know a, a little momentum going somewhere, um, and that's probably what they're trying to do. And 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 again, it's hard to say because. You know, the, there's so many things going on. But, um, you know, that's kind of the way I always look at it when something like that happens.
0: Right. I mean, but how much a scheme, I guess, can can change, right? I mean, how much can you change in the middle of a season? I don't mean to turn you into an analyst here. Oh, but, well, I, oh, but, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, but no, you're, you're, yeah. you're an expert on the subject matter, I imagine. So how much?
2: Yeah, but, but what will happen is you'll have a guy who has a, a different way of calling it, you know, a different way of seeing it, mm-hmm. and, and, and game planning might be different. And that's probably the biggest thing.
0: Okay and another thing is what are you making of the uh the emphasis on the taunting rule uh you being a head coach in this league I think we kind of hit hit it on it earlier this year and I I totally understand about um you know uh wanting to get the screaming at one player standing over another player out of the game yep. but Sean Payton, who is on the competition committee, says it's now being over-officiated. Where do you stand on it right now, yeah,
2: Coach? I, 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 yeah, you know, and I don't disagree with with, 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 with with Sean because, you know, again, the point of emphasis being is that we don't want it to be one of those things where there's some backlash. And I think at that point there has to be some judgment um, as far as the referees are concerned. I know we're putting a little something extra on them again. But you know, you really got to be smart about, and we have to be careful because we hate to see it really cost an opportunity, especially with the playoffs now right around the corner, or even during the playoffs. So we've got to make sure the referees have a true definition of what they really are looking for.
0: So, what do you what do you think? Do you think uh, what did you think a couple weeks ago with the Cassius Marsh call, where he was staring at a bench and he got 15 for something Uh, like that? See,
2: that's tough. I mean, he could have turned around, stared at his bench, and, and and did what he did. You know what I'm saying? I mean, and that's the whole point because, you know, we had a situation, you know, in in, in Denver where, where a guy raised the ball after you know pretty right. much an interception in the fourth quarter that was that was really close to sealing the deal, you know, it was right in front of our bench, and you got to be careful; somebody might retaliate. Just you, you, that's what you're. That to me is what you're trying to prevent. That See, stuff. If you want to celebrate celebrate with your teammates, go to your bench, go to the end zones. Right. Just you know, be aware and and and. You know, and, and and to a degree, be humble and respectful to your opponent.
1: Well,
0: I mean, and it, technically, though, coach, what Cam did, running to the center of his field and spiking the ball in the middle, it it, it I totally understood what he was doing. I was oh yeah, I totally understood what he was doing. Right? He's yeah. like he's back. He's he's like making his mark. Right? And yeah. and obviously. He didn't do it in your direction. He did it on his own logo. If he was on your field yeah. and he did it on your logo, that might be something that's provocative, so, a la, you know, T.O. back in the day yeah. with the star. But I was legitimately concerned that he was going to get flagged for it. And I'm like, man, what a waste of my viewing experience that feeling is. And I I, I kind of blame the situation. Yeah. You know no, what I'm I, saying?
2: I don't disagree with you. I really don't. I mean, again, you know, I'm I'm on, I'm on the competition committee, and that's one of the things that we discussed. Okay. That, you know, we, we, what we wanted to prevent – where the retaliatory fights—that's what we're trying to—we're really trying to say, you know, getting in that guy's face, um, going to their bench, stepping towards that guy, stepping over a guy, you know, doing things like that. That's what we're really looking for, you know. If a guy gets up and he and he yells and he and he drops the ball and it just happens to be right in front of a guy, you know, without the intent of being it on the, you know, doing it to that guy, yeah, I get that and and I appreciate that as, as a former player. I appreciate the excitement and the exuberance. But this is one of the things we tell our guys, uh, and we've got flagged twice this year, but we've told our guys, don't do something that's going to make the referee think. Okay? Don't put it on them. Don't give them an opportunity. And, and we've done it twice, so I, I struggle with that. But, <sighs> you know, again, we've told the guys not to.
0: So when you go back in next March, do you think there's going to be a, another conversation here? Uh, oh, I believe think?
2: there will be, and, and there should be. Because, again, we, if we're going to have the rule, we've got to make sure we get the rule right. Okay, and if we can't get it right, then maybe we don't need to have the role. Uh
0: Okay, before I let you go, uh, do you know right now, as you and I are talking, Ron Rivera, what your football team is going to be called in 2022? Do you know that right now?
2: Um, I have an idea. I, I know that there are three finalists, and uh, – right. I know we're getting ready to order everything, and you know when they ah. get ready to do all that, we'll know for sure. Well, when they
0: make an order, I mean that thing's locked,
2: oh. right? Oh yeah, yeah. Once I once mean, once it's all set in stone, and and you know they've they've called up the, the uh, the, uh, the the manufacturers and said, okay, hey, we need to get these, then then we'll know for sure.
0: So yeah, right. So the Washington Isens, we got that. <laughs> yes. No. You can. I'm
2: I'm I'm pulling for the golden retrievers.
0: Oh, now that would be the winner. That would be the winner. I like I do... that one. <laughs> You could say, go get them, you know, go get the ball. That's for sure. Okay. All right. But you do know it's down to three. And do you know when the order is going to be placed? You got something? Uh, Very
2: shortly. I I know it's coming. I I really do.
0: Okay. All right, Ron. I'm just trying to get something. Take care of yourself. And by the way, so generous. I've never in my run had money in the till before the end of the year, uh, before, you know, the end of the year uh, like this for the next year's run. I've never had that. So, You've literally given me a head start, and I can't thank right you enough. You're so good. You're so. No, it
2: was awesome. It was awesome for our players, and, and again, just to a very worthy cause. I mean, St. Jude's for what they do for children and yep. families is, is an amazing thing. Well,
0: and again, just the fact that you think of looping me in when you know clearly your name, it says in honor of Coach Rivera and the memo of the check that we're seeing right here. Um, thank you. You're you're very kind to include and loop me into this. Thank you very uh, much.
2: Appreciate you, Rich. Thank you.
0: Right back at you. That's Ron Rivera, Riverboat Ron, HC on twitter eight four four two zero four. rich number to dial let's take a break bill burr when we come back right here on the rich eisen show it'll be a lot of fun chatting with bill f is for families back on netflix and he's back on the show in a moment let's talk o'reilly auto parts people they're in the business of keeping your car on the road and i should know they kept my car on the road and they do it with a smile on their face they offer friendly service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs and that comes in so welcome when your car needs to be put back together and they do it with a smile so you know you're being taken care of they got thousands of parts and accessories in stock either in store or online so you never have to worry if you're in a jam and guess what you should not miss power torque tools diy days at o'reilly auto parts power torque hand tools come in with a lifetime guarantee and right now you can save big on power torque hand tools power tools jacks and more get great deals on a wide range of power torque jacks and jack stands, including two-ton jack stands and up to three-and-a-half-ton floor jacks. Let the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts help you find the right power torque tools for your next DIY project. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash eisen.
1: This is the Rich Eisen
0: Show. here on the Rich Eisen Show. 844-204 Rich number to dial. Nathan in Los Angeles will take your call as Bill Burr is set to call us in a moment. What's up, Nathan?
3: Well, Rich, I don't talk about it much, but as you think I I think you know I am a giant fan. Yes. Uh but I don't talk about it because I for all the reasons you just described, there's not much to talk about. Um I have one question or thought based on this, and it's one of many thousands, hundreds of things that needs to be fixed there. But I look at this coming April, and I have no interest in drafting a quarterback. So my question is, are there any of the veterans out there that you think we could get, should get, would be successful if we did get, and then could we put enough around one of them?
0: Next well, year. the answer, the, the the rumor is is that Russell Wilson wants to come to New York. Like that's what he wants to do. That you know he that's does. That's a very pie in the,
3: the sky thing, and I would I love it. I don't
0: know about that. And I would. I don't know about that. I don't know. Here's here's how the dots get connected, Nathan. That the Giants uh, currently have not one but two draft choices in the top what six or seven right now. I yeah. think. Yeah. Top. Yeah. So those. Which is the, awesome. the, the Seattle that's could awesome. rebuild pretty damn fast. You know, and so right now the Giants have the fifth overall selection and the sixth, right? So seven. At the yeah. Pardon me. Yeah, no, they got they got they got the Giants, they got their own, oh. and they got the Bears. Yeah. So that's it right now, and and so they got two of them, and um, that's not bad because the Seahawks' their choice currently seventh overall belongs to the Jets and Jamal Adams. Thanks for the call, Nathan. So that's the answer. Giants have first-round draft choices to cough up. Now, they got to build the line. they got to do that. But if you can get right now, and Seattle can get rich real fast and get first-round draft choices back real fast for Russell Wilson, and you can maybe even, heaven forbid, hold on to one of them, trade one of them now, and give up future ones, and Seattle's willing to do that because Russ wants out, that's where the Giants fans are connecting the dots, that Russ wants to move to New York City. You know, he's not twitching in that direction right now. He is all in, talking about how much he loves the Hawks and, and loves the team, and he's trying to turn it around. Which he's, Of course he is. That's DK right there. That's Tyler Lockett right there, and let's go. They should be winning more. They got a big Monday night. That's what, part of the reason why that's a big Monday night game against the Washington football team. 844-204-RICHES, and then I'm going to dial. This is going to be a great conversation, not only because he's just engaging. He's engaging as all get out. But uh, his Patriots are atop the AFC East, and there's always a fun conversation when the creator and star of Netflix's F is for Family joins the show. The fifth and final season of F is for Family will be available on Thanksgiving Day on Netflix. Joining us right here is a man who's also getting set to go on his arena and amphitheater tour, Bill Burr, Slight Return. That's in parentheses. Here on the Mercedes-Benz Van phone line is Bill Burr. How you doing, Bill? What's going on, Rich? Oh, I'm just excited for you. That's what I'm excited for. Just you. you
3: All right. You know what? I was listening to that conversation about Russell Wilson going. Yeah. I always loved that whole thing. You're going to get two first-round draft picks, and everybody gets, oh, boy, oh, boy, like that's a lock. If you go through all the number one draft picks throughout history, most of them stink. (laughs) So you're going to give up a proven guy – to take a shot at these other guys. And if you've noticed, Bill Belichick always traded away his first round draft picks and got more in the second round. The guy won six Super Bowls doing that. So I think, I think number one draft picks are overrated unless there's, you need a quarterback or some superstar position. There's a guaranteed guy. In, and even then, that's usually the first three picks. But if they give you like a 12th, a number 12, you know, I mean, you're talking like that's like Tony Eason number. No offense.
0: Well, spoken like a man whose sporting life got changed by 199th overall draft selection. That's what it sounds like to me, Bill. Yeah. <laughs> that's what that takes. Well, yeah, sounds I mean, I've like kind me. of
3: seen the best since Paul Brown to do it, and that's the way he's been doing it. So mm-hmm. um, I think that that would be a steal. For the Giants, if they could only give them two first-round picks. Well, it would be more than because that. A proven that'd be, guy.
0: That would be open. That would be the opener. That would be that would be the start of it. But I understand what that you're saying.
3: That would be the appetizer.
0: <laughs> yes, it would definitely be the mozzarella sticks of that deal. Yes. There's no question about exactly. that.
3: Exactly. Okay. Or, or unless All right. I didn't realize there was an entree. Uh, by the way, <laughs> yes. in this country, people got to stop calling the first dish an entree. No, no, the, the, the main course an entree. Sorry. Why is that? Well, entree in French means the beginning. That's the true. entree is the beginning. Yes. We screwed that up. So we go, what do you want for your entree? And it's like, I'll have a steak. It's like, yes, yeah,
0: no. So <laughs> yeah, are you sta- are you standing for the French? Is that what that is for? You're, or I love the little- French.
3: If you've ever been to Paris, they've earned their arrogance. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And we always show up in our basketball shorts. Going for my entree, I'll have the duck. And they just look at us like, well, we're, we're, you know, you got to make an effort. You know what I mean? Just If you just make an effort, they're really cool people. Yeah, they just want you to and, actually. I, I love the entire Mediterranean. <laughs> Palestinians, Israelis, that doesn't make sense. It's like Atlick and Alabama and Auburn. But I like them both all the way through uh, Spain.
0: <laughs> but I don't There's think France is. Is, Fran- France is I guess it's a little sliver on the Mediterranean. Yeah, that's right. Look at you, Bill. You know Bring you're
3: a little sliver. It's the a little French sliver. Riviera. That's
0: right. It's right Isn't there. Isn't that
3: where you put your fancy tea on the best during the wintertime? I can see you on a yacht putting your yeah. sunscreen on top of your head.
0: Yeah, Come on. Drinking the domain or whatever the heck they're serving yeah. there. <laughs> that's what I'm doing. That's it. That. Bill, right. Bill Burr here. You know what? North hey, Africa. you yeah. earned it. And thank, you're thank you. Living Bill. Your best like life. the French, like uh, all these white chicks. I've earned no,
3: all these white chicks. They're all living their best life. <laughs> you don't believe it? You can read their yoga pants. It says it right on the side.
0: <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Bill Burr here on The Rich Eisen Show. Okay, so um, uh, what do you think of your patriots, Bill? What do you think? they used-
3: I am ridiculous. This uh, this is feeling very – it's beginning to look a lot like 2001. <laughs> Sorry, it's the holidays. I like the holidays. I like it um, too, yes. we Where we got this, you know – Starting to look like really good defense, and then we got this rookie quarterback, like, who is this guy? This guy's doing, he's not messing up, but there's nothing there. He doesn't take a sack. He throws it out of bounds. He keeps getting better week after week. And uh, the only thing that scares me is kind of what you knew was going to happen at some point. KC was going to write the ship. Everybody was just saying they were a bad football team, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. And all of a sudden, not a, it's not a good-looking record, but they are in first place. And they've been to the last two Super Bowls in the AFC. So the big thing for me is, what? explain to me what is happening in Buffalo. Because I was taking them every week, double-digit favorites, and they were covering. And then they just started to nosedive. They lose to Jacksonville. And then Carson Wentz lights them up in their own building. I, that's a great what question. What is going on in Buffalo? That's
0: a great question. I do not know. Um, and they appear to be ready to be uh, plucked, to use, the, I guess, the phrase uh, of the holiday. And, um, and and here come the Patriots just in time. Like, you know, the time they get in New England was first six weeks of the season. That's when you wanted them. Right now, I don't think anybody wants a piece of them. I do not know. We're going to see them on Thanksgiving night against the Saints. They should win that game as that's the... Uh, that's the sort of a hedging way that we talk in, in the NFL media world. Is they should uh, thus I can't be held responsible only if only they lose. That's uh,
3: because Jameis Winston's out, right?
0: Well, pretty much. Trevor Simeon's not scaring the Bills. I'll tell you that. You know, and so. Um,
3: I'll tell you, he scares me.
0: <laughs> well, I'll, you know, here's here's a deal. Here, here's a deal. You're, you're right. They do look like 2001 and, and where, where the entire year is like, yeah, but well, I guess I guess, you know, Bledsoe will come back eventually. There is no Bledsoe in the equation. That's the only part of this that does not appear to be a mirror of 2001 where everybody thinks it's yeah. not going to happen. And then all of a sudden you're 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 picking confetti out of your hair, you know?
3: And yeah, and all the all the ESPN guys used to say back then they said we were a boring team. And we won three of the last four Super Bowls, and somehow we were like this boring team. Right. And uh, I tell you, if you gotta pick a guy, you gotta go with Peyton Manning. That's what they kept saying. But they kept you know, that, oh, that used to bug me.
0: You know, I haven't said that though, Bill. I've been I've been on the Patriots for quite some time this year. I've been oh, on them.
3: You flipping like a politician. I bet I can go back, I bet I can go back to 2001 when we both no. had a hairline. I, I bet you said some things.
0: Well, no, I was sitting there on the set of Sports Center talking about the Michigan man. You know I have that sort of soft spot. You know I'm not that right there,
3: but you know I was talking. By the I, way, I, yeah. Are you are you bracing yourself oh. for this game this weekend? I mean, I feel like the 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 destruction of Michigan by Ohio state started last weekend against Michigan state. Mm. Mm. It's just the big 10. It's, you know, it's annoying me the hell out of Ohio state. They haven't played anybody. It's not their fault. The big 10 stinks, but the only team that they've played is Oregon and they got their butts kicked Mm -hmm. and they're still They're in the playoff every year. There's no consequences their actions. It drives me nuts.
0: <laughs> so walk me through because you are a Michigan fan, Bill. I know that. Yeah, this
3: is completely unbiased opinion. Here. Of course.
0: So so you're a <laughs> Michigan fan. Walk me through where where are you watching the game Saturday? What is your what are you going to do? Because I'm basically locking myself in a room on Saturday. What's, um, what's your what's your way of going about
3: well, it? Well, you know what I usually do is I you know I have a bunch of Michigan fans out here, but with mm-hmm. you know with all the COVID stuff, I don't know what I'm going to do. Uh I usually Try to, I got two kids, you know, four yep. and under, so I try to watch as much of the game as I can before they say to put on, you know, Sophie or, uh, <laughs> was it Bluey? As long as it isn't that one with that stupid little, I don't know what it is, the dog. Which dog? It's the Puppy
0: c- Dog Pals? You got a problem with the Puppy no, Dog No, no,
3: no, I love Puppy Dog Pals. Okay. There's one, there's like, It's like a guy, a high-energy guy. And he's saying stuff, and then there's like this dog that no matter what he says, he goes, bah, 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 bah. Uh, <laughs> ah, he, he has to react to everything. It's like you have to just like nod your head. He comments on everything the guy's saying, and after a while, it just it just makes my. Are you, are you referring
0: oh. to Blues Clues? No.
3: Yes. <laughs> yes.
0: I, I thank God oh that's been God. out of my life, my life for a long time. As his Caillou, which is the most miserable <laughs> cur on the planet that Canada's ever ever foisted on the rest of the world. That, that I believe that uh, the worst. I wouldn't
3: want to talk to somebody named Caier.
0: Uh, Caillou, Caillou, by oh, the way. Caillou. Just avoid him like the plague, sir. Uh, Caillou. You know. That
3: sounds like one of those new names. You know, all, all of our, all of our names are going away. <laughs> Bill, Rich, Mike, Steve, gone. That's like two generations ago. Like, like Hunter, I think, is an old name at this point. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, my gosh. All right, so you're going to be locking yourself in a room trying to avoid uh, Blue's Clues. Oh, my This That's what I'm going to do.
3: I got a great cigar. Okay. And, and I oh. got myself some root beer because I can't drink anymore because, uh, you know, I just did it too much. Mm-hmm. Oh, the last time I ever drank was three years ago watching the Michigan-Ohio <laughs> State game. And I remember I was drinking this this rye that was amazing, Kentucky Owl. I looked at my buddy and I said, "I'm never quitting" because it was that delicious. And then the next day I woke up, I was like, "I should take a break from this." So, Usually, Michigan um,
0: Ohio State rivalry for Michigan fans drives you to drink. It drove you to sobriety, huh? You went the other direction. How about I, that? I
3: had a weird, yeah, I got a weird thing like that. Like I I, have, uh, I just I don't know. I just wake up, I look at my actions, and I'm like, you know. Maybe I should stop doing that for a minute. Then I tried me. to go to like New Year's. Then I tried to go to my birthday. Then I tried to go birthday to birthday. And then it was it was so hard to quit. I was like, I don't want to have to quit again. So I just sort of stopped.
0: All right, well. I don't know.
3: I'll wait till my kids are out of the house. And then I'm coming back strong. <laughs> go, like, remember when Jim Brown came back on the Raiders? That's going to be me drinking.
0: That's it. Bill Burr here on the Rich Eisen Show. Uh, F is for family. Fifth and final season. Just in time for Thanksgiving Day on Netflix fun stuff brother um so
3: yeah and, that's what can we... it. and then that whole series is wrapped and i want to thank the great mike price from the simpsons for being the captain of the ship all these years everybody at gomont netflix all the voiceover actors all the writers everybody editors i learned so much doing the show and uh, we all had a blast and thank you of course first and foremost to the fans who watched it
0: people love it brother um patty yeah. lapone and neil patrick harris joining the cast this season who do they play this year uh, I it?
3: I would tell you, but that I, I can't. Like I mean, okay, just like the Mandalorian, but the cartoon version. I okay, can't tell you what
0: happened. Well, I was going to ask you about the Mandalorian. Are you coming back or what? <laughs> come on now,
3: come on. Uh, come I'm not on. allowed to say any of that stuff. Come oh, on, Bill. They left us. They left me in the woods on some planet far far away. I, I mean, know. I don't know. Okay. Can you figure out a way to bring me back?
0: Of course I can. It, they could do anything. You know, I, 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 would, I would say who they brought back at the end of season one, but I, it's still is a spoiler alert. I don't even want to go there. You know what I mean? Like, they can bring anybody back. They can bring you That's back. That's
3: why I like watching sports. There's no spoiler alert. After you got, like, 24 hours to watch the game. Although, Larry David was on
0: the show, Bill. Larry David was on the show last month, and he said that his – he, he gets upset when somebody sends a text about a game about, uh, that's happening that day, and he said you should always assume tape, even for live sports. I told him No, that-
3: no, I agree with that. I agree with that on the day of, but the next day, that's on you. What about the, the- day of? You, you, you just, and you don't even say, you don't even allude to what's going on. You just say, are you going to watch the game today?
0: That's it. You got to say you that. Don't
3: even, you don't even say, are you watching this? Yeah, but if if Michigan if if Michigan does well
0: Saturday, of course I'm going to text you. What am I supposed to think? You're on tape, really, during the Michigan Ohio State game? Should I should I assume? No, no, the exception is a game that big. Okay, so then
3: (laughs) you know what I mean? I mean, no, it's like a regular season. You know, you know, especially like the the teams where they got like uh, they got like eighty games or one hundred sixty-two games in a regular season. Mm -hmm. Those are the ones you kind of tape. And, you know, everybody gets to bed or whatever, and then you're downstairs, you know, in your okay. pajamas, and you, you put it on, you okay. know? Okay. All right. And then your buddy texts you just going, like, big win for the socks, huh? Am <laughs> I right? <laughs> but the thing, I'll still watch the game. I don't care. Because you're— Like, go, oh, good. This, I like I like a game with a happy ending. You
0: die hard, man. Okay, and then Bill Burr presents Immoral Compass. That is on uh, on the Roku channel. A dark psychological yes. thriller comedy series is what it says down here.
3: Yes, Bill. and it's actually I'm getting way too much credit on that thing. What? You know, I'm the beautiful face of it. That's why I keep getting the credit there. Well, right?
0: you're you're on the Mandalorian, uh, Bill. You know what I'm saying?
3: <laughs> of course, you're going to get Barely. credit. Barely. Come on. No, Immoral Compass is Tyler Falbo, and that's a name. Remember that name. Okay. All of those. You got to watch that show. Those those dark little movies that he that he. Writes and everything, him mm-hmm. and his friends are absolutely hilarious. The way he shot them is amazing. you got to see Vince Vaughn and Bobby Lee on screen together. Oh, fantastic. Uh, uh, Mary Lynn rice uh Al Madrigal, there's so many great people on that show, and, but the writing and the directing by Tyler Falbo uh the creator of the show I can't even begin to tell you how amazing it was to work with this kid he's going to do awesome amazing things in this business Okay
0: um and then your arena and amphithe- amphitheater tour across North America throughout 2022 and people can get tickets That's right through uh, where on you got a website for that sort of thing Bill or what do we got for me on getting
3: tickets Uh yeah I think it's uh you know Ticketron Live Nation whatever, okay, the hell whatever. I mean I put them on my website because <laughs> they always push my they always push my website down uh uh-huh. Okay. So I know my role in the business. You know, what's funny. I'm playing with the Canadians play. Mm-hmm. So you had you had the, 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 the pre-sale password was Go Bruins. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you're, and you even. Uh, you st- know what? I should have made it Marshawn because then, then I probably wouldn't have sold any tickets. <laughs> I couldn't saying. go that far. So, I, so I, I just had to say Go Bruins. Oh, Something that is like
0: funny, that. man. That is funny. Yeah. All right, all right. Um, so uh, do do we uh, screw it? Do we do we see you in Better Call Saul? Do you come back for that too, Bill?
3: Come on. Listen, these you're not allowed to say any of these things, okay? But you're bringing up some of the best shows on TV. So I mean, the chances are, you know, you know, they got a lot of talent over there. Okay. Right? So you know,
0: <laughs> so that's a yes, okay. Um, same for the Mandalorian, right? That's a yes too, Bill. Come on. Come on, you're fine in the business. They're not gonna blackball you because you're saying yeah, I'm in the Mandalorian.
3: They absolutely will. You know how disposable I am? Just think of how many good looking guys with abs did something stupid and they're not even there anymore. I'm a bald orange man.
0: I have to keep the secret. <laughs> what do they got against bald orange men in the business who talk about their projects you know what? that are popular? It's a
3: stereotype, but it's never been brought up. You know, all these fat women, can get, they can complain, but I can't complain.
0: <sighs> all right, Bill Burr, have a great Thanksgiving. I'm going to text you I on Saturday. How
3: feminists act like it's a man you can be, like, completely out of shape and be a movie star. It's like, no, you're either the fat guy or you're in shape. Every agent has always told me that. Like, what are you doing, buddy? You're going to be 300 pounds or you're going to be in shape?
0: <laughs> but you're, you're, you're doing great, Bill. You're killing it right now. You're killing it. I mean, you've been in some of the best stuff of all time, and you're going to be in The Mandalorian again, and we'll look forward to seeing your Better Call song. <laughs> all right. And
3: you're going to be in the huddle for the Los Angeles Rams.
0: <laughs> Who knows? They're getting everybody. They're getting everybody. So I look forward no, to that. No, that
3: would be the Lakers.
0: Uh-huh. The
3: Lakers look like the cast of, uh, uh, what the heck, what are those Stallone movies there? Oh, the, the, the Expendables? Expendables? Is that what you're saying? Expendables. <laughs> yeah. They're doing the expendable version of of uh, the NBA. team. <laughs> the
0: expendables. That's fantastic. We got to make that. We got somebody's got to make that uh, that mock movie poster for that. All right, Bill. You take care of yourself. Have a great Thanksgiving. All right. Right so back. Rich, there.
3: you take care of yourself. Thank so. you, Bill. I appreciate you that. I care right? about
0: you. I care about you. Bill Burr, everybody, right here on the Rich Eisen Show <laughs> at Bill Burr on Twitter at Wilfred Burr on Instagram. Bill, Wilfred Burr. I'm going to text him on Saturday. Assume tape.
3: Zoom tape. What's, am I
0: texting you on Saturday?
3: What's the watching situation for you? Sam? Yeah, are you solo? It's
0: the same thing, man. Every year, I know exactly the room it's going to be in. It's
3: at nine a.m. It's
0: early. Exactly. And this time around, I'm going I'm, I'm to have all my children there.
3: Are you going to start, Ooh. you know, a little early? Dude, yeah. dude, it's
0: nine in the morning. Yeah, it's not yeah. even five. I mean, it's it's five o'clock somewhere. Five like o'clock London.
3: Yeah. Well, that, you've been there. You know that nine
0: a.m. here. Bloody that's Mary a, That's the beautiful thing. Is it's it, it's Bloody it's, Mary. Bloody yeah.
2: Mary time. Is it ever too early I for a Montepulciano like or no, whatever I it is? I'm not a... What is it that you drink? Oh, a mimosa. What? The mon-
0: mimosa? No, the Monta. The red the Montalcino. 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 <laughs> Brunello <laughs> di Montalcino. Say. Is it ever too or the, early for or that? They, uh, the Montepulciano? Montepulciano. That's It's yeah. definitely too early for that. Boat, oh, yeah. Yeah. Could you imagine my children watching Dad drink at nine in the morning on a Saturday? Mimosa. Get out of here! They're down again. You know, like
3: mimosa. Mimosa. That's the way to go.
0: That's. I mean. By the way, speaking of mimosas, when we seeing Susie again? Because wait, Mimosa's
3: tomorrow. Why, Susie coming? No, I mean we could just do them. It's yeah. her thing. It, it doesn't it's feel right without yeah, Susie, so, uh, no, you We can get her on. Face you'll Face see time. her
0: sooner rather than later because you know I'm. Uh, What's she doing tomorrow? Cause she just come in. and Hang out. <laughs> I don't know. She's probably about to text you. No, I'm sure Susie, Susie just come in and hang out. <laughs> she texts you more than she texts me during the show. You guys. All right, right we'll now. take a break. No. We'll be back with more in a Rich Eisen show in a moment. We'll set up tomorrow. Trying show, to bring so the dumb, Chris.
1: this is the Rich Eisen show.
0: Eight four four two zero four. Rich, number to dial here on the Rich Eisen show. We we're just talking about the Ooh. Wanda Franco contract being two hundred and twenty three million bucks over the life of the contract, and they're going baseball is going to say we need we need help in terms of making ends meet, and maybe they'll use the raises saying they can't afford it. They're going to go bankrupt, but this they need to do this to keep a player. So we need help. We need luxury taxes. We yeah. need caps. We need all sorts of stuff. I shouldn't talk about this stuff because I am not expert on what the actual issues are on the table. I just know the, the language of management and asso- players' associations for lockouts. I was through that war. That's an interesting contract on the eve of what is a collective bargaining agreement deadline.
3: Also, uh, also not with, that all notwithstanding, that is an insane bargain Well, for this kid.
0: If they are getting money through the luxury tax, how do you think... Tom Werner and uh, John Henry and Hal Steinbrenner think about that? That if the Rays are using money that the Yankees and Red Sox are putting in the till to pay this kid and they just won a division?
3: Well, I would say to counteract that in about four or five years, Wander Franco is either going to be playing for the Yankees or the Red Sox. Okay. So, I mean,
0: fascinating.
3: If he's a Ray in 12 years, Mike. I'll eat your shorts. Oh, boy. Boy. I
0: I hope we're on the air long enough for that to happen. I'll save it. That's the plan. (laughs) That's the plan. I'm writing that down, by the
1: way. (laughs) Mercedes-Benz
0: Vans wants to ask you the very simple question of if you have lost touch with your dream, when was the last time you seriously thought about your dream? Because you used to think about it all the time, about what you can be in this life and what you can do in this life and what you can do with your spare time, what you can do... Maybe to see parts of this country that you don't have the ability to see if you don't have the wheels or you want to start your new business and you need some premium wheels to do exactly that. That's where Mercedes-Benz says, hey, there's a totally customized Mercedes-Benz Sprinter with your name on it. You could live the total van life in it. and Since it's a Mercedes-Benz van we're talking about, you can expect innovative safety features like crosswind assist and blind spot assist. You can expect amazing performance and reliability with an MBUX voice command system, a five-star dealer network, and an available gas engine. It runs like uh, a dream. So what do you say? Head to the Mercedes-Benz van dealership near you and get that Sprinter and tell them your dream sent you.
1: Well,
3: speaking of dreams, Rich, I texted Susie. Should we drink mimosas tomorrow on the show? She wrote back abso bleep and lutely Okay. <laughs> She's always up for that.
0: God bless my wife. I, I my love life. her. My, my wife. wife. My wife. I love her so deeply. So, uh, Honestly. Can't tomorrow, boys. Very good. All right. I'll, hey. I'll bring it in. I, I'll bring the OJ. Very, very good. Oh, God. What is Del Deltootho will bring his gullet. <laughs> oh. Very good. It's alcohol. I hey, uh, how does one ask a, a head coach in the National Football League whose team just lost at home to... Um, a first-time starter out of uh, the University of Utah who did not know he was starting until the morning of the game because he got a text from the starting quarterback who was sick. And your team loses uh, because, in part, your rookie quarterback uh, looked so ineffectual while he was, uh, what's the word for it, healthy, before he got knocked from the game, Uh, starting a rumor uh, that you're maybe going to get fired on Thanksgiving Day. How do you ask that coach that question? Well, the Chicago media did just that. That's the rumor going around Chicago, and Matt Nagy was posed that very question today.
3: Matt, there's a report today that you've been informed that this will be your last game is
2: That is not accurate. You know, I have not. Um, you know, I have great communication with ownership, with George and Ted and, and Ryan, but uh, I have not had any discussions.
3: Would he say if it was accurate? Like, yeah. hey, coach, uh, there's a report that uh, Thursday is your last game, and you're going to be fired. Yep, that's yeah, exactly yeah, what's going to happen. Fired. Yeah, I'm getting fired. As a matter of fact, I'm out. Yeah, see I'm you guys. Out. See, ya. Yeah, see ya. Like, you. See know you. What's he supposed to say?
0: And did you see what Eli once did on the Manning cast? <laughs> yeah, here's hey. the birds. Here we go. You know
3: what I mean? Like, come on. What do we
0: do? Well, what a question to ask him. I mean, <sighs> you've already been told you're fired. You're. I mean, and then what? He's coaching. This game because that's the way that he gets his buyout? I mean, yeah. that's weird. You'd leave. That's weird.
3: But he's getting fired, right? I mean, I, mean I, I don't, out, right?
0: I honestly, I don't know how. I mean, I mentioned how the circumstances leading up to that soundbite in a segment yesterday about how. Yeah. It's the worst possible scenario for Nagy to come off a bye, which he's never won off of yet. He's now 0 for 4 out of his four years coming off of a bye. And you lose to a team that is starting somebody who's never done it before. And your kid who just began to show signs of life and vigor and, and, you know, development comes off of his bye and is regressing. Albeit against a defense that is, Able to turn really terrific kids like Herbert into uh, uh, a bear. But
1: but they got to win that game. At home. At home. I get it. Come on.
0: Right. And so. But is there a coordinator for him to fire like Joe Judge just did? I don't think so. And it's the GM upstairs too. The, The Bears might just clean house just like the Giants. Some of the old school franchises are placed with a conundrum. But at least with the Bears, you've drafted somebody that you think is your guy. The Giants are still, I, I think, are coming have to come to the realization over the next five, six weeks that Daniel Jones is not the guy. They're not going to put a fifth-year option in front of him and say that we're going to pay you that much money and maybe saddle a new coach with that decision that you've already made, this is your guy for the next two years. Uh, come on. I think that's kind of crazy talk, don't you? Yeah. So, and Jared Goff, it appears, is going to start for the Lions. So, Goff versus, he's leaning towards starting Goff with his oblique muscle that knocked him from last week's start against the, the Browns, uh, leaning towards starting him against the Bears. Goff versus the Bears. If Jared Goff coming off of a bulky oblique beats man, oh, you, man. Like half a golf, like an off, <laughs> like an off, like off beats you uh, after the kid, Tyler Huntley beats you in five straight, in five days, Mooch will tell you, you can get fired in Detroit on Thanksgiving. <laughs> That's what brought Mooch into my life. <laughs> a miserable day for him and his family brought me nothing but happiness. I would say, we're, wrong, last, exactly. we were all better I know, for that, it. I know he wasn't. I know that.
3: Although those checks cleared for a while.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that's the setup, man. What a fun show today with Bill Bird. Thank you to Ron Rivera. How generous to take that check that he received from his team, from his players in his front office, putting a collection together in honor of his one-year anniversary of ringing the bell from his treatment of cancer um and saying we'll we'll donate it to run rich run like i said i've never had a penny in the till before the season even starts so that was so nice of him and i want to thank joel Klatt, and i want to thank debo samuel for joining the program here today on tomorrow's show we've already got teed up um who do we have teed up for tomorrow's show <laughs> i tried my best to find it on my phone uh, oh yeah here, here we go uh michael vick oh boy jk J- simmons uh, yeah, JK, jk simmons, simmons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Die hard He's from Michigan, he's a diehard Ohio State fan Yeah, I
3: don't know how that works I don't get that
0: You know, he's in a new film called National Champions About a couple of players uh, Prior to a big national championship game Star players say that they're not going to compete Unless student athletes are fairly compensated Ooh, there you He go. plays the coach I cannot wait to ask him Why J.K. Simmons insisted that the coach That he plays wears khakis <laughs> That's going to be a great question <laughs> Stay tuned for that Michael Vick, Dan Shaughnessy, and also you as we take you to your Thanksgiving weekend. That's right here on the Rich Eisen Show on Wednesday. But for those sitting right there on Peacock and SiriusXM, we'll take you to Brother from Another
3: at the top of the hour.